الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد I want to tell you about اسم الله الأعظم the great name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the hadith mentions that the great name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is such that if you call unto Allah with this name Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer you so what is the اسم الله الأعظم you know, we say Ismi Azam, the big name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is very, very powerful. So, inshallah, we'll have a discussion about that. Imam Ahmad and Imam Tirmidhi and Ibn Hibban, they relate. From Buraida al-Aslami radiallahu anhu, they heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Actually, no. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam heard a man do a dua. And in his dua, this was his dua, he said, اللهم إني أسألك بأني أشهد أنك أنت الله لا إله إلا أنت الأحد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد He incorporated all the main characteristics mentioned كله الله أحد in his in his dua basically the dua means oh Allah I ask you by the fact that I bear witness that that you are Allah and there is no god except you the one the self-subsisting, who does not beget and nor is he begotten and who has no co-equal unto him. I ask you by that. Meaning it's so powerful for us to bear witness about Allah that we can actually use that as a wasila to ask for Allah to answer our du'as. I ask you Allah by virtue of the fact that I bear witness that there is no God except you. That's how powerful the kalima is. So he added on to that. So the Prophet said, وَالَّذِي nafsi biyadi." By the one in whose hand is my soul, لَقَدْ سَأَلَ اللَّهَ He has asked Allah بِإِسْمِهِ الْأَعْظَمْ By his great name الَّذِي إِذَا دُعِيَ بِهِ أَجَابْ By his great name, that whenever Allah is asked through that name, Allah responds. Allah gives an answer. وَإِذَا سُئِلَ بِهِ أَعْطَى And whenever Allah is asked for something, Allah gives. So, which one of them was Ismullah al-A'zam? Is it La ilaha illallah, Anta Allah, Allah, Al Ahad, Al Samad, Al Ladi Lam Yalid Walam Yulad, Walam Yakullahu Kufuan Ahad? Which part is the Ismullah al Azam? So, this is not the only hadith about Ismullah al Azam. The Ismullah al Azam is a name which is very, very powerful. If you call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with that name, your dua gets answered. But what exactly is that name? There's a, dif there's a difference of opinion about that and there's a number of opinions and I'll mention them to you just to give you an idea the Ismullah al-Azam is mentioned in the Quran um, most likely this is referring to Ismullah al-Azam where Sulaiman wanted the throne of Bilqis because she was coming to visit him from Sheba and Sulaiman is either in Jerusalem or wherever else he is in the Holy Land and that's a good several hundred miles away and he wants his throne so one person says the jinn the jinn says I can bring it to you before you stand up that's amazing already a huge throne from a physics perspective how does it defy you know such a huge mass how does it go with the you know without any aerodynamics even with aerodynamics how can you travel that fast that just before I stand up you'll be here 
Mashallah, the other person who had knowledge of the book, they say, Ismullah al-Azam. He says, I can get it to you before the blink of an eye. And there it was. There it was. Mashallah, there it was. Now, ulama have discussed how is that possible? You know, physically, how is that possible? Because it's impossible physically, right? It's just too much resistance. You know, from a physics perspective, there'll be too much resistance. You could hardly go that far, you know? But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He does everything. And there is a kind of a bit of a complicated theory. I did kind of say to myself, I'm not going to cover anything complicated. Because there is one masjid that told me that my lectures are too complicated. So I've tried to keep it really simple. Okay, but I'm going to mention a complicated point now. Okay, if you want to ignore it, you can. I have no problem. So, but it's really interesting. How do you get a throne from there to here, from Yemen to where Sulaiman al-Islam, in an instance, blink of an eye? So they say that, you know, human beings, this is our ulama, they've said our, every, everything in this world is made up of sub-atoms. Right? Scientific theory will tell you everything is made up of atoms. Atoms that come together to make bodies. Now, what's really interesting, the ulama say, is that every single atom actually is being destroyed every I mean, nanosecond or something like that, and then being recreated. So while you can see me like this still, actually thousands of times over, every atom in me and you is being destroyed and brought back to life. So that you can hardly tell. It's like when you watch a screen, you know, from when you get a person from here who's going there, every screen, if you slow it down, it'll be, you know, a bit more, 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 more movement, movement. So all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to do is that when our atoms perish in that nanosecond or whatever it is, the next one is not going to be the next movement, it's going to be here instead. So in the screen, it's here one time, in the next moment, it's here, just like you see in the movies, on video. You know, like when you uh, click here and then on YouTube, you click here and then suddenly it's down there instead now. Same kind of thing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah knows best. It's just an idea that some of the ulama have proposed and I thought I'd share it with you, right? Just to make it a bit complicated. Yeah. Can't help it. Okay. Um, now, what exactly, uh, let me tell you a story about Ismullah al-Azam. There's a young guy. He wanted, he came to a certain shaykh who they said, he's got Ismullah al-Azam. Every dua he makes gets answered. So he says, I, I want you to teach me the name. He said, I can't teach you it. You can't just teach anybody that name, otherwise there'll be chaos in the world, imagine. Right. So he said, no, I want to learn. He was really persisting. So then, finally the shaykh said, okay, Tige, tomorrow, you know, the woods, I want you to go there at a certain time, five o'clock, whatever time it was after Asr, and I want you to sit there and watch and don't do anything. And then I want you to come back and report to me what you see. So he said, okay, fine. So he went the next day, you know, very eagerly, what's he going to see? So he sat there and suddenly this old man, he sees this old man, very old man. He's picking firewood. He's collecting firewood. Finally, after you know, 45 minutes, half an hour, whatever, he, you know, with a lot of effort, he collects all of this firewood, ties it together, picks it up, and this young guy comes up suddenly, pushes him over, takes the firewood and goes. That whole hours of effort is gone, poor, frail, old man. So, 
he sees all of this, he can't do anything, he's very angry, he wants to go and do something, he's been told not to do anything. So he doesn't do anything and then he comes back the next day and he reports the incident. So the, the Shaykh said, what happened? He said, yeah, I, you know, I saw this old man and he picked firewood he, with so much effort, so frail, so old man, felt sorry for him and then, and then this young guy just came and took everything. How did you feel? If I knew the Ismullah al-A'zam, I would have prayed against him. That's what he said. That was his sentiment. So this Shaykh said, Ismullah al-A'zam is not for you. That old man, he's my teacher. That old man is my teacher. They don't use these things for personal reasons. This is for very... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives certain people, I mean, we're getting into another complicated realm here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives these things to certain people to use at certain times and we leave that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we just wish we can get a portion of this that some of our du'as will be accepted inshallah so now, what is the ismullah al-a'zam? now there are many many opinions about this, I'll mention all of them to you because you know why? what I go by is that you just read all of them when you want to make a special du'a then just do all of them every possibility and mashallah in Mullah Ali Al-Qari's Al-Hizb Al-A'zam which everybody should be reading if you don't have a dua book you should read Al-Hizb Al-A'zam because it's got every dua in there that we should be asking Allah for whether we realize its benefit or not it's to our benefit he's compiled such an amazing dua book that it's got every dua in there that we should be asking Allah for and it's seeking refuge in there from everything we should be seeking refuge from it doesn't matter if it takes you three months to finish the book do the whole one, the full one. Don't do the mukhtasar ones. You can if you want to. But you're going to lose out on many of the du'as in there. You know, because people get a bit, uh, they want satisfaction that I finished, uh, you know, this in seven days or something like that. If you can, great. That's why what ulama have done, some ulama have done, is that they've made it shorter. So they've taken out many of du'as and they've just kept some of the main du'as, which is fine. But the maqsad and the ob- uh, objective of the original du'a book was to include every single dua there that would be to our benefit. So you don't have to finish it in two days or five days or seven days. Take three months. But by that time you would have done all the duas once at least. Right? So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, get a copy and read what page a day, two pages a day, five pages a day, whatever you can. The sisters at home as well. Uh, get, uh, you know, get, get it and read it. And make dua, we've uh, published the Arabic one, but inshallah the translation is ready. Make dua that we can publish that because a lot of people are asking nowadays, alhamdulillah, a lot more people are interested in translations. And that is something to be satisfied about. For those who know Urdu, there's Urdu translations from before as well. So really, they're very, very sentimental duas in there. Okay, Ismullah al-A'zam. Now, what is this great name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? There were, there's been a few ulama who actually said there is no such name like that like Abu Ja'far al-Tabri or something but I'm not gonna get into that right now La ilaha illallah Ismullah al-A'zam is that name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when somebody calls to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala using that name with full focus and concentration and everything like that where at that moment there's nothing else in his mind except Allah the focus is like perfect right then Whatever he will ask Allah for, that's what Allah will give you. That, that is one ismullah al-a'zam. When you focus on Allah, you've got nothing else in your mind, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will respond to you. That's what 
That is what some ulama say is Ismullah al-Azam. They say it's not in any name. It's just that your focus needs to be 100% with no distraction at all. That's Ismullah al-Azam, when you focus entirely. The other, other ulama said, yes, that's important, but there is a name. Which name is it though? That's the question. So, there are approximately 14 views on this. 14 views, 14 different names. Uh, some of them are mixed, so I'll show you. First one, Huwa. Hu. Allah. Hu Allah. Huwa. Huwa just means he. Number two, Allah. That, that has to be the favorite. Allah. That is such a powerful name, the ulama say. That, you know, if somebody is just mentioning, Allah said this. You know, what does Allah say about this? Just in the passing, without even focusing on it it'll still have a benefit. Like every time you take the name of Allah, even in passing, it will have a benefit. It is one of the easiest words to say. Say it and you'll notice. You don't have to do anything complicated. Allah, you don't even have to move your tongue. Sorry, you don't have to move your lips. Allah, 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 Allah. And if you're silent, nobody even needs to know you're doing It's just Allah has made it so simple. The other thing is, Many people have found a stress relief by just sitting and saying Allah. Because it is an exhalation and an inhalation and it's just an amazing stress reliever. But there's barakah in it. It's not your normal, you know, other ones that are devoid of any benefits. So that's Allah. Number three. It's a combi- combination. Allahu ar-Rahmanur Rahim. So it's three words together is the Ismullah al-Azam. That's another opinion. The fourth opinion is four words together. Ar-Rahmanur Rahim al-Hayyul Qayyum. Ar-Rahmanur Rahim al-Hayyul Qayyum. The fifth one is al-Hayyul Qayyum on its own. Ya Hayyu ya Qayyum. You could say. Right? Number six. Al-Hannanul Mannan Al-Hannan Al-Mannan Badi'us Samawati Wal-Ard This one's a bit long one Al-Hannan Al-Mannan Badi'us Samawati Wal-Ard Dhul Jalali Wal-Ikram Al-Hayyul Qayyum If anybody wants they can come and take a picture afterwards But they can write it down if they want Number seven Badi'us Samawati Wal-Ard Dhul Jalali Wal-Ikram Number eight just Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram. Ya Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram. You know how powerful Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram is? If you want anything from Allah, call him by this name. Ya Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram. Dhul Jalal, O one of majesty. And Ikram, gifts and benevolence. So you're saying you're the, ho- you're the one with the great power and majesty. You can give whatever you want. And Ikram, you are able to give because you're generous in giving. So. And you know when you call on someone, it's like, man, you're such a kind guy, man, come on. You're going to soften the guy's heart out. Say, give me some, give me some, give me some, come on, don't be stingy. Man, you're such a kind guy always, man. You're, it runs in your family, come on, give me some. And you know what kindness does run in family. I know these two brothers. They both have different business, but they're very, very generous people, very open-hearted people. I've never met their father. One day I went to the masjid. And uh, this old man comes to me, he says, do you know so-and-so? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm his father. Okay, mashallah, happy to meet you. And then I sat there for until iftar. 
And he then came up to me and from his pocket he pulls out his own ajwa that he had brought and he shared three, three kajur with me. I said, mashallah, this guy, you can tell it runs in his family. Generosity runs in his family. We can make it run now, we can change the, the genetics by being generous, inshallah, showing our children how to do generosity and inshallah then it will run in the family if it doesn't already. Allah give us tawfiq. So that was number what? Have we lost count? Was that number eight? Yes, that was number eight. Number nine. Allah la ilaha illa huwa al-ahadu as-samadu al-lazhi lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakullahu kufuwan ahad. Imam Abu Dawud and Tirmidhi ibn Majid ibn Hibban Hakim have transmitted this one. All of these are from like different hadiths. They've tried to understand it. And from a Isnad perspective, from authenticity in terms of Isnad, this probably one is the strongest. Allahu la ilaha illahu. I mean, I, I don't see why it shouldn't be, because he's got every great name in there. Allahu la ilaha illahu. Al ahad, al samad, al ladhi lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakullahu kufuwan ahad. Number 10. Rabbi, Rabbi, my Lord, my Lord. Parwardigar, eh parwardigar. I'm sure it works in other languages as well if you want to do it in another language. But Rabbi, Rabbi is the best. Number 11 is uh, Yunus Alayhislam's prayer. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimeen. That is Ismullah ilaha. I mean, he, his answer, his dua was answered. Can you imagine? He's in a stomach. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had stopped the system of the stomach of that whale. Otherwise, can you stop the system of your stomach? I mean, the bile and, you know, the intestine, they just start working and crushing. You can't stop it like Nabi, switch off kar dete You know, you can't do that, can you? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that. Right, number 12 is uh, Imam Fakhruddin al-Razi has transmitted this from Zainul Abidin, rahimahullah, that he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach him the Ismullah al-Azam. Oh Allah, teach me Ismullah al-Azam. You can do that as well, right? He saw a dream, and in the dream it was said, Huwa, Huwa, He is Allah, Allah, Allah. الَّذِي لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا هُوْ رَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ He is Allah, 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 the one besides whom there is no God, the Lord of the mighty throne. Number 13 is, the opinion is that it's somewhere in one of the names. That is another opinion. We don't know which one. Right? That's an opinion, I'm just mentioning it. And the fourth, 14th opinion is that it's كَلِمَةُ التَّوْحِيدِ Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abdu wa rasul. Oh, la ilaha illallah, muhammadur rasulullah. Imam Ghazali says, he thinks it's al-hayyul qayyum, out of them. Ibn Hajar al-Askalani, rahimahullah, he says, that every name from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the servant calls Allah with, with total immersion, Total focus, in the sense that he has no other uh, distraction in his mind at that time, his dua will be accepted, inshallah. So, you see, in Al Hizbul Adam, what he's done is, in towards the two thirds of the Saturday, the first day, he's actually mentioned the hadith of Ismail Al Adam, and then he's mentioned most of them there. Right? So, 
uh, try to incorporate as much as possible. That's what I do when I've got a, ver I mean, you can't, if you can't do it all the time, at the time when you want a real special dua to be accepted, then you just bring all of them in. In fact, what I do is I try to do all the 99 names at that time. Just start off with all the, you're calling on to Allah with all the 99 names, and then you make your dua. Generally you say, Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, Ya Hannanu Ya Mannan, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen, and Ya Allah. These are the du'as, these are the Ismullah al-Azim that you will do. I think that is the end of the discussion on Ismullah al-Azim. Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta ya dal jalali wal ikram. Allahumma ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika nastaghif. Allahumma ya hannanu ya mannan la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna min al-zalimeen. Ya ma'adin al-judi wal-karam, ya akram al-akramin, wa ya khayr al-mas'ulin, wa ya khayr al-mu'teen, wa ya dal jalali wal ikram. Ya Allah, have your mercy upon us. Ya Allah, we sit here today in this masjid. Oh Allah, there, is, there are so many distractions outside. But oh Allah, you have allowed us to come away from the distractions. And you have allowed to sit in this safe sanctuary to worship you, to devote ourselves to you. Oh Allah, accept this from us now. Oh Allah, fill our hearts with your rahmah and mercy. When we enter the masajid, we say, Oh Allah, open up the doors of your mercy. Oh Allah, allow us to take from this mercy. Oh Allah, when we go out, we ask for your grace. Oh Allah, grant us your grace. Oh Allah, this is a month of huge generosity. People are being generous during this month. Oh Allah, you are more generous than ever. Oh Allah, we ask you not to deprive us of your generosity. Oh Allah, we ask you to protect us and to forgive us. Oh Allah, forgive us and cleanse us of our sins, especially those sins that we have now forgotten. Oh Allah, if we go to the hereafter without seeking forgiveness for them, Oh Allah, we will see them. Our book of deeds will have everything. So oh Allah, forgive us all of our sins, cleanse us. And oh Allah, we ask you forgiveness for those sins that have brought miseries in homes, that are turning people against one another, that are taking blessings away from our homes, that have created darknesses in our homes. Oh Allah, we ask you especially to forgive us from those sins that have now become part of our life and we no longer even consider them sins anymore. Oh Allah, day by day we're getting closer to our end. Oh Allah, we're not getting younger, we're getting older, we're getting closer to the hereafter. Oh Allah, allow us to pick up good deeds on the way, allow us to pick up your happiness. Oh Allah, allow us to secure your satisfaction. Oh Allah, make us, we, 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 we try, but Allah, we try and we fail by the evening. We start in the evening, we fail by the morning. Oh Allah, make us the way you would like us to be. Oh Allah, make us like the way you would like us to be. Oh Allah, grab us by the forelocks and enter us into paradise. Oh Allah, write us of those who will be freed from the hellfire. Oh Allah, make our surroundings easy for our faith. Oh Allah, we sometimes want to be faithful. We sometimes want to be practicing. We sometimes want to do good. But our surrounding doesn't allow us. Oh Allah, our occupations doesn't allow us. Oh Allah, our habits and addictions don't allow us. Oh Allah, remove us from all such shackles. Oh Allah, allow us to come to you. Oh Allah, allow us to run to you. Oh Allah, allow us to hasten to you. Oh Allah, allow it uh, that our final days will be our best days. And oh Allah, protect us from evil old age. Protect us from senility. Protect us from becoming dependent on anybody. Oh Allah, protect us from such weakness that we're unable to worship you. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask you to strengthen us with Iman. 
Oh Allah, we ask you that you make our final a'mal the best of our a'mal. And oh Allah, you make the best of our days the day that we will stand in front of you. And you will want to meet us and we will want to meet you. Oh Allah, oh Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus and allow us your vision, allow us your vision over and over again. Oh Allah, accept our du'as and bless all of those who facilitate these programs and these masajid and these organizations and accept us all for the service of your deen. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifuna wa salamun ala al-mursaleena walhamdulillahi rabbil alam. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essential Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam, and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.